this is Erin Woodruff, and you are listening to the Time is on Your Side podcast, episode two. Happy Monday, everyone. So glad that you're here. I hope you had a great weekend. Today is April 25th. And when I realized that this episode would be airing on the 25th, I had to laugh because it is definitely spring weather right now. And if you know Miss Congeniality, you know, April 25th is the perfect date because it's not too hot, not too cold. All you need is a light jacket. So everyone have a happy April 25th and hopefully you get to go on an enjoyable date tonight. Today, we're going to be talking about making decisions. This is such a fun topic. It's one that I haven't always loved, but I have really grown to love. So while you're listening today, ask yourself this question. Keep it in the back of your mind. How good are you at making decisions? Because in reality, most of the frustration that we feel is caused by indecision. We spend so much of our time debating the things that we should, could, want, or would rather be doing that we run out of time and cause ourselves more stress. We get trapped in indecision in more places in our life than you even realize. This happens on a daily basis. It starts first thing in the morning when you're getting dressed and you're trying to decide what to wear. Have you had those days where you've changed your outfit three or four times? Because I certainly have. What about when you're going to a party this weekend? What present do you buy? How much money do you spend? When you're at work and you have to give a presentation, what do you even say? What do you add in your slides? Do you have a graphic or not? Indecision overflows into every single area of our life if we're not aware of it. So being aware of the decisions you're making is really important. And hopefully while you listen to this episode, you understand that it's less about always saying yes and always deciding, but sometimes it's deciding not to do something or to stop doing something also. That is also part of the decision-making process. To be totally honest, most of my life, life, I have labeled myself not as a poor decision maker, but as someone that doesn't like to make decisions. So I would spend a ton of time just going back and forth and weighing all the options and making the pros and cons lists and everything. But then at the end of the day, the decision actually didn't matter that much. So I am going to walk through a scenario and just imagine this in your mind. So you're in the car with your friends. You've been outside all day hiking and you're all exhausted. You ran out of food, you ran out of water, you got lost on the trail, and then you're driving back home and you're trying to decide where to eat. Everyone's tired, hungry, anxious to get home. They're just ready to be done with the day. I think we've all been in this scenario or maybe a similar scenario. Pretty soon, you're talking about food and all the restaurants have been thrown out as ideas, but no one actually wants to make the decision. People start to get hangry. 
Others are making passive-aggressive comments. And everyone's feeling frustrated because no one's making a decision. Pretty soon, you're all too frustrated, and the driver just pulls into the first fast food place they see. Whether it's like a McDonald's or Wendy's, Arby's, whatever. Something that's easy, fast, not a big deal. And it turns out that no one really cared in the first place. Everyone was just too tired and too hungry to decide. And so everyone was relieved when someone finally made the decision for them so they didn't have to use the mental brain power to decide for themselves. I use this example because we have all been in a similar situation. But deciding where to eat dinner is very minor compared to some of the other decisions that we have to make. But we spend so much time and energy wasting our energy on those more trivial decisions that by the time we get to the big decisions, we are just burned out. This is what's called decision fatigue. There is continuing research around decision fatigue, but the first time I heard about it was about a year ago, and I thought it was so interesting. Essentially, the research shows that the more decisions people have to consecutively make, the more tired and the less careful we are with our decisions. So for consumers, decision fatigue leads to consumers making poor choices with their purchases because their brain is not as engaged when you're on the 20th decision. For me, one thing that comes to mind is when I was registering for gifts for both my wedding and when I had my baby, That was an extremely stressful time of decision-making for me, especially with my baby, because I had no idea what I would need. Which stroller do I get? Which car seat do I get? Do I need a Bumbo or not? What kind of burp rags? The big ones or the small ones? The cotton ones or the polyester ones? And pretty soon you are into the weeds of so many decisions. But not even that, but then you have binky options and wubba nubs. And do you get the deer? Do you get the cow? Do you get the elephant? Do you get the lion? Do you get the horse? And turns out there is a, in fact, a wubba nub binky in every single animal you could possibly imagine. It is so exhausting. And I remember going through that process and thinking, I don't even know what I need. I don't even know what I want. And the more decisions I had to make about things that I needed, the more exhausted and the more distance I felt. Think about a similar time in your life for you when you experienced decision fatigue. Was it the first semester that you enrolled in in college and you had all the list of classes of what to take? Was it when you registered, when you were getting married, or when you had a baby? Was it the first time you were looking for a house? And those are more big, major life changes versus all the tiny little things we have to decide every single day. What are we going to eat for breakfast? What are we going to eat for lunch? What are we going to eat for dinner? What are we going to wear? If you think about your entire day and all of the decisions you have to make, Which route do you take to work? Do you gas up today or do you wait till tomorrow? We make decisions all day long, whether or not we know it. 
So the more decisions we can eliminate from our life, the more mental capacity and brain power we'll have for the things we actually want to enjoy. Another super common example that I see with decision fatigue or indecision is scrolling through the list of shows on Netflix or Hulu, Disney Plus, whatever your preferred streaming platform. People will waste an hour or more scrolling mindlessly through the library of content. And ultimately, lots of people just decide to go to bed because they didn't find anything they wanted to watch. When in reality, in that hour or more, they could have watched a whole movie or a few episodes of a TV show, and they could have really enjoyed it rather than continuing to put the mental strain on their brain of having to make a decision. Because of this, not even our sleep is good because our brain is still actively in decision-making mode when we're going to bed. And that spirals into us not getting enough sleep. And when we go to work the next day, we might be drowsy and we'll be less productive and we don't get as much done as we wanted to. And then when we get home, we might feel discouraged with the efforts of the day. So we sit down to watch a show and the cycle just repeats itself. And that's one reason why we find ourselves in these patterns we don't really know how we got ourselves into. And granted, there's a lot of different approaches you could come at this from, but if we're just talking about the decisions that you're making, it's so much easier to just decide we're going to watch this show tonight. It's going to be 20 minutes and then we're going to go to bed. If that's too rigid for you, come up with your own method of what could work for you, where you could find a solution. So you have a good idea of what you're doing in the morning at work, and in the evening when you get home. When we find ourselves in these loops, we get trapped in the loops of indecision. We can waste so much time. And on top of that, we're causing ourselves a lot more stress than necessary. But we can't understand why we're so stressed because we're not making a decision. Becoming aware of these moments is super important. Because until you have the awareness around it, nothing can change in your life. So everything I do as a coach is to help you gain awareness of your own life. It's not so you can use that against yourself, but it's so you can be aware so you can actually make a change. So often we want to make a change, but we don't even know where to start because we don't know where we are. So it's really important to be honest with yourself. Do you like the decisions that you're making right now? Do they work for you? Do they cause you stress? Or do they bring peace to your life? How much time are you wasting in indecision every single day? How many of us have had good intentions to do something, but then you never follow through? You had a great idea but you didn't decide to do it. But not only that, you use that as a reason to beat yourself up because you didn't follow through. When in reality, you had never made the decision in your mind to actually follow through with the plan or idea that you had. And then 
You just stay in the trap of indecision and regret. When we do this to ourselves, we feel like, oh, I just can't make a decision. I can't move forward because of X, Y, and Z. And you don't think you're making a decision, but actually you are making the decision to do nothing. Just think about that for a second. When you tell yourself, I don't know what to decide. I don't know what to do first. I'm not sure that I'm ready. And you're stuck in that loop of indecision. You are making the decision to do nothing. So more than deciding to do every single good idea that you have, it's making the decision to do it or to not do it. Once you make a decision either way, you'll have so much more peace because you won't be stuck between, oh, I should be do- doing this. Oh, I should be doing that. Oh, I should be doing this. Oh, that was a great idea. I was going to do this. But then you're just ping-ponging back and forth between wanting to do it, but never actually following through. So you're constantly using it against yourself. So just decide, do you want to do it? Or do you want to put it on the back burner for a minute? There's nothing wrong if you make the conscious decision to come back to something later. Maybe it's not the right time right now for that thing. One example that I'll use, and spoiler alert for anyone that falls into these categories, but a few years ago, I really wanted to make homemade aprons for some family members for Christmas. I had some extra time on my hands. I was really excited. I actually got fabric for everybody. And it was something that I wanted to learn how to do. I know how to quilt and sew some, but not enough for me to really feel confident in my apron making abilities. That being said, I got pregnant right before the holidays and I was really sick. And I just didn't have the time or the energy to make these aprons. And so for a few weeks, I just went back and forth and back and forth of like, oh, should I stretch myself and find the time and figure out how to do this thing I don't really know how to do? So it'll probably take a big learning curve for me. After some swirling about it, I got sick of going back and forth and living in that place of indecision. So I just had a little heart-to-heart and talk with myself. I had to recognize that my plans had changed, how I was feeling had changed, and I no longer had the energy or the time or the brain power to do something that I really wanted to do. So I boxed everything up and I put it in the closet. And it has been sitting there for the last year and a half. So we'll see if I ever get to it. And if I do, great. I still have all of the stuff. But it's not something that bothers me anymore because I know if I ever get to it, it's going to be because I really want to. It's not sitting in the closet nagging me. And that gave me so much freedom to just really enjoy the other things that were happening in my life in a totally different way. So my encouragement and advice for you this week is to just make a decision. Make a decision and stick to it. 
If you're upset with the decision, tell yourself that you will choose differently next time, but stop beating yourself up about the current decisions. See how much time you can save and how much stress you can get rid of when you just make decisions and move forward. See if you can observe your mind being more at peace and if you have any more clarity. And if you need to change your mind and make a new decision, be happy with that decision too. Knowing that you had decided you didn't like that decision and then you redecided. When I first started doing this, I started practicing at restaurants. Yes, we definitely have a food theme going on in this podcast today. But I used to stress out so bad every single time I went to eat out and I would look at the menu and I would be so indecisive and the waiter would come and say, are you ready to order? And I would always be like, uh, and then I'd either choose something frantically or ask them to come back. But in the last year or so, I've really been trying to practice going to a restaurant, looking over the menu briefly, picking something, and then just deciding and moving on. If you start doing this, you might experience what I experienced at the restaurant. You're still going to have some of that scarcity of, well, what if I didn't get the best thing on the menu? What if I don't like what I ordered? What if, what if, what if? But then you're still living in what could have been, not what is. So are you really enjoying the meal that you ordered? Are you just constantly thinking about the thing that you didn't get but wanted to get? And this is what I'm talking about. If you make a decision, just tell yourself, oh man, I ordered the quesadilla, but it's just okay. Maybe next time I'll get the enchilada. Just because you make one decision now doesn't mean that it's going to be the same every single time you go back. You get to decide and decide and redecide every single day. And as you practice making decisions on the small level of what are you going to eat at a restaurant today, the decisions for the bigger impact things in your life will feel less daunting and stressful and overwhelming. So this week, apply the simple practice into your life. See how much time you can free up and see if you have a less stressed mind. I would absolutely love to hear how it goes. I hope you all have a great week, and I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. I would be so grateful if you shared this episode with someone who could also benefit from it. Connect with me on Instagram at Erin Woodruff Coaching or on my website, ErinWoodruffCoaching.com.